0: Well hello my friend and praise God. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode and greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today I want to talk about overcoming fear by faith. Have you ever showed up in class for a test and when you got there you discover that you studied the wrong chapters for the test? You see, a vital key to passing a test is proper preparation. Even an easy test is hard when you're not properly prepared. Now let me bring that thought over to our spiritual journey. Every one of us will be tested in this life. No degree of relationship with God will prevent that from happening. During Jesus's ministry, he didn't teach one sermon about how to escape being tested in life. He never promised us that life would be free of challenges. But he taught a lot about the importance of having faith in God. Our faith in God is not an option but a must if we are to endure the tests of life. I want to talk with you today from Mark chapter 4. In that account, Jesus was ministering in a particular place. And after he had finished there, it was time to move on to the next place. So in verse 35 of Mark chapter 4, because the evening hour had come, or should I say nightfall had come, Jesus says to his disciples, let us pass over to the other side. So Jesus sent the people away and he and his disciples got on a ship to pass over because, remember, he said, let us pass over to the other side. So that's what they proceeded to do. Once they got on the ship, a great storm arose. Verse 37, there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now There are four things to bear in mind about the conditions. One, it was evening or nighttime. Two, there was this great storm. Three, the ship was sinking. And four, Jesus was on the ship With the disciples. Don't think for a moment. That just because Jesus is with you. That life won't get rocky at times. Based on what I'm seeing here. You can follow Jesus. And still end up looking death in the face. Actually according to verse 38. Jesus was sleeping while all this was happening. You know, some people can sleep through just about anything, but really, Jesus's ability to sleep in the middle of a storm in a boat full of water and sinking in the sea in the middle of the night was a reflection of the faith and peace that he enjoyed. So while they were on the ship in the storm with the ship about to sink, what did the disciples do? They pushed the panic button and they woke Jesus up and they said, Master, We're about to perish. Do you not care? When Jesus woke up and got up, he did two things. One, he rebuked the wind. And he spoke to the sea, causing the wind to cease and the storm to calm. It is normally people that we speak to or that we rebuke. But a storm... And a raging sea are not people. They are disturbances. And Jesus spoke to them. And they obeyed him. And Jesus said, you and I can do similar things. He said, we can speak to mountains and cause them to move if we have faith. I know that sounds strange, but he said that we can Perhaps you and I need to speak to some situations and circumstances in our life today by faith. Secondly, in verse 40, Jesus rebuked his disciples. He says, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And I'm reading from the King James Version. Now. It may appear that Jesus was being way too tough on these guys. Let's put ourselves in their shoes. What would we do? Well, first, let's talk a little bit about what I mean when I say if we were in their shoes. You see, we wouldn't be in their shoes simply by being placed in the boat in their stead. Because we would not have been poured into by Jesus as they had been. They had heard all of his teachings. They saw him heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out devils. He even gave them power to heal the sick and cast out devils. Now remember what I talked about at the beginning about A test and proper preparation? Well, Jesus knew the storm was coming. He went to sleep while the disciples were on board, but Jesus knew they had been amply prepared to handle this test by trusting him to bring them safely over. And instead of trusting having faith in him, that they would get there safely on the other side. They woke him up saying, Master, we're about to die and you don't care. Again, Jesus asked them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Jesus wants us to get to the point that our lives are characterized by faith, and not fear. In his rebuke, Jesus coupled two words together, faith and fear. He says, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? You see, when you are operating in faith, you will not be dominated by fear and vice versa. When Jesus said, how is it that you have no faith? He wasn't, saying that they were totally faithless men, he is the one who prayed for and hand-picked them. That would be like saying he picked a bunch of losers, but we know that's not true. They left everything to follow him. They went casting out devils in his name. But he was saying in this case they failed to exercise faith. Faith did not show up. This experience on the part of the disciples speaks to how elusive this faith walk can be. Sometimes you bat a thousand in the area of faith. And sometimes, hey, you bat a donut. Remember Elijah's experience at Mount Carmel? He stood up and he challenged the false prophets, to prove whose God was the true and living God. And after that showdown, he had all of those false prophets put to death. That was an awesome show of boldness and faith. And then on the next day, Jezebel, Ahab's wife, wicked Jezebel. She sent a message to Elijah and said, so let the gods do to me and more also if I don't make your life as one of those prophets that you killed by tomorrow about this time. And what did God's great man of faith do? He ran for his life and requested for God to let him die. I'm just saying that sometimes our faith doesn't show up the way we need it to. That's why it's important for us to keep ourselves built up in the word so that we can stay deeply rooted in faith. According to Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now let's think about that last phrase. Hearing comes by the word of God. The point here is that the word of God is not the only thing that's preached in our pulpits but the only thing that can build up our faith in god is the word of god as preachers we have only two choices when it comes to preaching either we can preach the word of god or we can preach something else we can preach another message for instance aimed at trying to fill the pews. But I would rather have 50 people who walk by faith than to have a 1,000 people who just come to be entertained and have their itchy ears scratched by hearing what they want to hear. The only thing that can properly prepare us for the test of life is faith in God. And that kind of faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. According to 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, our faith is the victory that overcomes this world. Those who have faith in Christ and who believe that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them and who refuse to abandon their faith no matter what, they are the ones who have overcome this world. When trouble came on the sea, the disciples had Jesus on board Friend, in times like these, we need Jesus on board. We must have the Lord on our side. It's not an option. It's a must. He's the one we must go to when the storms of life come. The evidence that we have genuine faith in him is that we don't live our lives dominated by fear amen praise god hey listen i want to thank you for joining me today i hope that you are blessed during our time together as we talked about overcoming fear by faith and i want to encourage you to walk by faith and not by fear And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.